0: Hey there, guys, in Galsville, well, you hip cats, cool kittens, you diesel powered disciples of cool. This is the Diesel Punk Podcast, the voice of Diesel Punk on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. I am your host, the artist also known as Big Daddy Cool. You can call me Johnny, and we are coming to you live once again from Imaginarium 2017 in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, I'm flying solo on the podcast, but I have a special guest Uh, here at the show. One of the cool things about cons is you get to experience and discover brand new things. And I've discovered a brand new, very cool diesel punk role-playing game called Wild Skies Europa Tempest. And uh, it's super cool, anamorphic. Diesel Punk Animals, and uh, I just happen to have one of the co-creators of this role-playing game with me here at the table, Brandon Aiton. Yes, <laughs> and uh, Brandon, the the name of your company is Wet Ink. Wet Ink Games. That's right. Tell us a little bit about Wild Skies, about the concept, and and uh, you know what what it's all about.
1: Absolutely. Well, uh, Wild Skies Europa Tempest takes place uh, in uh, uh mid-30s europe um where a great war never really ended it's uh, an alternate history also unique to the setting is that humans never existed so all the characters are your anthropomorphic animals um you have everything from uh, a wild boar to uh to gorillas to elephants to bulldogs all kinds of animals that you have going on now uh we have 40 different animal types uh, in the game but also we really wanted to emphasize that kind of diesel punk nature you have uh, airships uh, all over the uh, all over the skies you have uh, uh, fighters, bombers, all kinds of uh, aircraft you have uh, a part of Malta that actually is a pirate haven that has ripped itself out of uh, out of the Mediterranean and is chained to the earth really cool stuff um, and we really loved the uh, the diesel punk nature, where you know uh, a lot of your problems could be solved by strapping a larger engine on it. <laughs> well, you know, uh, for we we have new listeners every
0: week, so they may not even understand what we're talking about when we say diesel punk, and for you know the shorthand. It is retrofuturism of the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. It's got those aesthetics, either of the jazz age or the war eras, uh, you know, bookended. And, and clearly, you're, you're focused more on the military aspects of the diesel punk genre with the, the great war that never ended. Um, and um, what uh, what drew you to this genre, to this style? Were you familiar with it? before Wild Skies or did you create it with that in mind or how did this project come about?
1: So we uh, my, my co-author and I, uh, Matthew Orr, we really loved the uh, the idea of airships and, um, and, and we really wanted to just like uh, have a, a feel of, um, kind of take Tailspin and Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, and yes. smash them up, yes. and say that's the game that we want to play, and that's the game we want to create. I love so, that. as a cr- as creators, we decided to make a game that not only we would love, but that would appeal to uh, that would appeal to gamers uh, who may have liked the genre, but not really had anything out there. Uh, to really wrap their hands around. Yeah, there's
0: uh, there's not a whole lot in the realm of role-playing games for dieselpunk. There's obviously Children of the Sun, mm-hmm. uh, which is credited by most people as the creation of the genre. Um, Pollock. What is his first name? Do you know that game, Children of the Sun? No. Uh, and you got Dust Tactics. I know Dust. I'm very um,
1: familiar with Dust.
0: And and uh, you know, Scythe is, is a tabletop game, but it has a little bit of the role playing elements right. to it as well. But um, I don't think there's been a
1: true diesel punk role playing game of this nature in a while. Well, and one of the things that we wanted to do was allow the stories to move forward. So to be brought to the forefront of the the experience we emphasize that the game master is also a player so when you create your characters you create your your uh, organization that you work together as a team to uh, figure out what stories you want to tell you work with the game master to make sure that fits in with the idea of the story he wants to tell and uh, we merged the alignment in the experience systems into something called the moral compass which uh, a, really drives home that uh... that story uh... element you say you actually have like a compass rose on your character sheet and you say my true north motivation the thing that's really gonna be my main motivating factor is gonna be my main heading in life so whether it's uh, it's uh, truth to deception or uh... you're going after wealth or something of that sort you put that right at your true north and then you as a player get to assign your reward that you want as opposed to just a typical Leveling up. You don't just get 10 experience points and say, Great, I'm level two. You don't have that. Everything is your story arcs that you're moving towards something as a player. So, I, um,
0: I've i never been a role play gamer. Okay. Um, I love tabletop games, but uh, one thing I've always wondered, and flipping through the book, I'm seeing some fantastic artwork. Um, and uh, some great I mean you've even got a comic book section inserted in the middle here I love that I'm a huge comic book fan but one thing I've always wondered about role-playing game books is is there material in here that I could just pick up and just read it for the enjoyment of
1: the story absolutely um we go through uh, a history of um, like what? What has really happened uh, in the late nineteenth century and early of the twenty early parts of the twentieth century, and that uh, really sets up the the setting itself. We go into each one of the main nations in the book. Uh, there are four main nations that we cover: um, the German Empire, um, the uh, hegemony which is England uh, the two Frances France is actually split into a socialist uh, the Social Republic of France and then a fascist France and then we the Russian Empire um, and we ex- go into uh, detail with the, the politics the history of those and then we dive into some of the smaller sections as well, smaller nations as well to flesh out Europe and those are great reads and then we have uh, each one of the characters um, we have a, a number of characters of like a, a main mercenary crew and then some uh, tangential characters you can get uh, some more setting information from their backgrounds and stuff I love the attention to detail um, I'm just flipping through the the game book
0: um you know one of the big pieces of military dieselpunk are the the mechs the mechas and of course in your universe you've got these mecha weapons these super weapons but they're not the the traditional mechs that we see in other games like Dust or or Scythe right they are Anamorphic right mechas. I'm looking at this awesome saber toothed tiger mecha, almost like a, a Voltron, diesel punk Voltron. Right. We got a rhinoceros tank that is phenomenal. <laughs> and I'm just gonna tell you, um, you know, from my perspective, just flipping through this and seeing the the visual aesthetics, and uh, you know, just looking at it. This is really something I believe you could hand to someone who says, well, what is diesel punk?" This. Look at this. You know, there are a few pieces out there that you can do that. Um, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow is one of those perfect examples. Perfect example. um, I, I would put this with that when someone says, what, what are you talking about? Here, look at this. Yeah. And um, I, I really think this could be uh, a seminal work in our genre. And uh, I'm going to do everything that I can do to promote it
1: because awesome. you guys Thank are producing you. this independently. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Wedding Games were a small company. This is actually our first, uh, our, our first product. But we have five additional books in the Wild Skies line, which are already planned. Uh, we're going to be working on uh, America. That is the next book, um, and we're going to. We already have the design team. The same artist is going to be doing the cover. Uh, and we're going to be working with some of the same artists because we love how they captured the feel of everything that we wanted to do with the book. Artistically, they nailed it. Yes. And so we're going to be working with that same design team. We're bringing on uh, two or three additional writers, and uh, so we'll be able to to pound that out. Uh, We're going to be fleshing out some other areas of the world uh, including the, the Far East, um, we have kind of a uh, a, a take on Antarctica uh, that we're going to be we're going to be doing, um, and then we're going to maybe work in some of the uh, where we have these these European nations. We're going to kind of maybe do some nation books if the uh, the customers really want to see that. We'll expand some of those uh, to larger standalone products. So I, I have a really stupid question.
0: Okay. Because I'm not a role-play game guy, um, is there, are there um, like like miniatures, a board, are there uh, ancillary pieces that go with this, or are they just building, buying the 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 the, the book and then filling in the pieces themselves?
1: So uh, really, all you need to play is uh, the book itself, and you can get the book itself. Um, by uh, reaching out to us on Facebook or at wetinkgames at gmail.com, or you can go right to drive through RPG and look up wild skies, and it'll be there. Your character sheets, which we include a character sheet in the back of the book. You can also download that for free at Drive-Thru RPG. And your dice. And our um, we only use two ten-sided dice and five six-sided dice, your standard D6. That's all the dice you need for the system. There's no board, there's no miniatures, but as long as you have a token to represent your character in uh, the initiative order, then you're good to go. We actually love using uh, these little miniature planes that we have from some old board game that we have to represent us in aerial combat. It's just fun and it adds to the aesthetic, but it's not necessary. You can be anything from a pebble you pick up on the side of the road uh, to uh, an action figure that you just happen to have sitting around. Whatever represents your character in initiative, great. Um, But it's always fun to maybe doodle your character, draw your character and say this is kind of who who I am in the setting, um, but it's not necessary. None of that is, is really necessary. Really, only the book and your dice and your imaginations.
0: Wow, that's 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 fantastic. That's remarkable. Um, tell tell folks again how they can uh, get this
1: at Wet Ink. Games.com? Um, well, wet is in development, okay. but you can uh, get it at uh, wet Games at gmail.com. Just okay. shoot me an email and I'll make sure that uh, I can get you hooked up. You can also find it at drivethroughrpg.com, uh, and that will uh, just search for Wild Skies and it'll be right there. You can get it uh, electronically as a PDF, you can get a soft cover or a hard cover. Well, I, I know that everyone who is listening, if you're into role
0: playing games, and if you're into the diesel punk aesthetic, which, if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously are, you are going to want to buy the hardcover or the softcover book. You want to have this on your bookshelf or on your coffee table because not only is it uh, a cool concept, the artwork is absolutely beautiful, and it is something you absolutely want to show off. Um, one of the one of the best uh, book covers I've seen in a long time. And uh, really, really super well done, especially this English Bulldog firing a Tommy gun. That's just, like, perfect. I want, you know what,
1: I want, I want a portrait picture just of him to hang in my office. Well, and the, the great thing about that is he's actually a character. We have included him in the book. So let's say you don't want to take the time to create your own character. You just want to uh, get together with some buddies and uh, get ready to play. Boom. He's right here on page two hundred two. Montgomery Monty Thompson. And then you have his uh, his character sheet on page two hundred three. You just make a Xerox of that, hand it to somebody, and say, "Here you go." Has character information, a bio, and the previous pages uh, talk about his crew and has a crew portrait. So if you wanted to just get together with some buddies, print it off. Here you go. You're good to go. I saw I saw also an
0: illustration of a polar bear that was holding something that looked like. A modified uh, death ray. Um, it's very uh, retrofuturistic, definitely alt tech. Uh, oh yeah, weaponry.
1: And, and America, uh, 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 the American uh, book. Uh, we're really going to be focusing on some of that, the, the ray guns, the directed energy weapons. It's mentioned in here because some of the English uh, ships might have some of that, but it's really going to be a focus because uh, in America. Their military and uh, their um, their infrastructure is all based on um, this uh, this energy, this pretty much free and ample energy so- source, and uh, so all of their weapons are uh, that kind of directed energy, almost like a lightning or a ray gun that you see in that that setting. That's awesome. Okay, so
0: we ask all of our guests this. Okay, um, and you didn't know this was coming, but um, in the diesel punk genre. What is your favorite work, movie, book, comic book, TV show,
1: etc.? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to, for me, it's, it's kind of a, a, a tie. I mean, I, I love Sky Captain, The World's Tomorrow. You can't get away, I can't get away from it because it's just, it's so evocative. And it, for what it was, when it was made and how it was made, it was phenomenal. Um, but also, I discovered recently uh, a uh, a comic book series that was called Samurai, samurai Noir, and uh, or Samurai Noir or Noir Samurai, and it's it's really just this like private eye, like old like uh, old like private investigator going around trying to solve mysteries. But he's a samurai, and I love it. I've not heard of this. oh, it's fantastic, and I'm a comic book. Freak, so I'm it's only five i think it's that. only like five issues really I'm yeah. gonna have to go find that because somehow that one fell off my radar it's great and it's it's less less diesel punk but you have the feel of the setting and it's more of more of that noir, noir yeah. detective story sure, yeah. but it could very easily fit into that and well, the fact just, that it's yeah. a
0: it's a samurai makes it kind of that you know turns it on its side and yes. and makes it uh fit the the genre that's excellent well well, I I, uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. I really appreciate what you're doing with this. I love it, and um, I'm going to recommend it to all of our listeners who are into role-playing games. Um, you know, check it out.
1: Uh, go uh, go to the website to get it, which was uh just look at uh, drive through RPG at gmail Shoot me an email. I'll get you all of the information that goes directly to me I'll get you anything you need and you guys are on Facebook we're on You've Facebook got a wet, ink. wet ink games at, uh, on Facebook just yep. look us up we also have uh, recently uh, included uh, we have a YouTube channel that has a number of videos including a uh, a brief skim through of the book and we have instructional videos on how to create a character how to work on the moral compass how to uh, use initiative and combat examples we have all of that there uh and it's with myself and matthew the creators so uh you can check those out if you have any questions uh, about how to do any of those things excellent Well, Brandon, thank you so much for being
0: on the program. Thank you for creating this. Thank you for sharing with us. And uh, I hope uh, everyone out there listening that is into uh, role-playing games will uh, jump on the Wild Skies bandwagon and uh, get on board. So uh, on behalf of uh, all of our listeners, swing hard, swing often. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for having me.